All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and welcome to the Bloomberg Quint daily morning update. I'm Menika Doshi. It is the 9th of September today. Wall Street returned to more volatility after a Monday holiday. Technology shares tumbled, oil plunged, while treasuries rose with the dollar. The Nasdaq 100 is now down over 10% in three days of selling. Asian markets are also hurting this morning. Another round of India GDP estimates are in for the current financial year and they all look worse than before. Based on the April to June contraction of 23.9% and other economic data, three new estimates put the full-year contraction at between 105 to 14.8%. Fitch Ratings expects India's economy to contract 10.5% in FY21 compared to an earlier forecast of negative 5%. India Ratings expects the economy to contract 11.8% against its previous estimate of a 5.3% decline. The most dire forecast of the three comes from Goldman Sachs. It expects India's economy to contract 14.8% this year. It's a good thing then that the union government intends to keep up the spending despite the sharp fall in tax revenue. If it weren't for government spending, the first quarter GDP contraction would have been far worse. In an exclusive interview to Bloomberg Quint, Expenditure Secretary T.V. Somnathan said, and I quote, The central government expenditure will be sustained and we will certainly hit our budget targets regardless of the crunch in revenue. End of quote. He also clarified in that interview the options presented to states to make up for the shortfall in GST revenue. Effectively, this involves a new type of state government borrowing, sort of backed by compensation cess receivables. And when asked if the government intended to step up support to the economy, Mr. Somnathan said he could not comment on future moves. India's largest lender, State Bank of India, is not expecting any of its large corporate borrowers to apply for the loan restructuring scheme, at least for now. SBI Managing Director Arijit Basu told Bloomberg Quint that the quality of SBI's corporate loan book had significantly improved in March and the COVID-19 pandemic hasn't affected it much. Now, both those interviews with TV Somnathan and Arijit Basu are on our website, bloombergquint.com. Do watch them. China imports into India rebounded faster than overall shipments into the country in the month of July. Merchandise imports from China contracted by 9.8% in July compared to a contraction of 43.7% in June. That's according to government data, whereas overall imports contracted by 29.6% in July after a drop of 
5% the previous month. This may be attributable to China's fast return to normalcy. Hence, foreign trade with China has recovered quicker than overall trade. India has eased funding norms to help startups raise capital at this time of crisis. The government has done this amending the deposit framework under the Companies Act and thereby enabling startups to avail funds via convertible notes. There is some fine print that you can catch up with on our website. Speaking of startups, Bloomberg reports that online education company Baidu's just raised $500 million at a valuation close to $11 billion. That's billion with a B. That means Baidu's is no longer a unicorn. It's a decacorn. The Ministry of Health and Family Welfare has allowed a phased reopening of schools and colleges from September 21st. The reopening of schools for classes 9 to 12 has been permitted. Attendance for students will be voluntary and only to seek guidance from teachers. Online classes will continue. Only schools outside containment zones will be allowed to reopen. Skill or entrepreneurship training has also been permitted from September 21st. Standard operating procedures such as disinfecting classrooms, wearing masks, etc. have been issued. And with that, I'm going to head out to Hormuz Fatakia for how the Indian markets are set up this morning. Good morning, Hormuz. Good morning to you, Menika, and to our listeners as well. It was yet another choppy day of trade for the markets. The Sensex and the Nifty ended lower this time around due to sustained selling pressure in banks, pharma and metal stocks. And futures are pointing to more downside today with early ticks on the SGX Nifty indicating that the index trades 50 points lower around the mark of 11,250. Starting today's list of stocks with Power Grid and the government has approved the asset monetization of the company's subsidiaries through an infrastructure investment trust. This will enable the company to monetize five tariff-based competitive bidding assets worth over 7,100 crore rupees. The non-retail OFS of Bharat Dynamics received 1.4 times the demand on Tuesday. The government will exercise the oversubscription option for the same. Retail investors can bid in the OFS today at a discount of 20 rupees a share on the cut-off price. The stock ended nearly 14% lower on Tuesday. NTPC has signed a pact to implement 47 solar projects overseas. The company will add 5 gigawatts of solar capacity over the next two years. JSPL in its annual report is expecting a 15% volume growth for its standalone business in FY21. It also expects strong demand for its long products going forward owing to the easing of the lockdown and higher government expenditure. Indian Hume Pipe will also be in focus. The company has received an order worth 134 crore rupees from the government of Odisha for a rural water supply project. Stocks like Dishman Carbogen, Future Consumer, SML Isuzu will be reacting to their quarterly earnings that were reported after market hours on Tuesday, while companies like Everedi Industries, India Bulls Ventures and Sriram EPC will be reporting their results today. Keep a watch for Strites Pharma, where Society General has purchased 0.7% stake at Rs. 612 rupees a share. The shares were sold by Brookdale Mauritius.
On to the IPO space now and the promoters of Happiest Minds Technologies would surely be happy looking at the subscription figures. The issue has been subscribed 8.4 times as of closing on the second day of bidding. The retail portion has been subscribed close to 39 times. Another company hits the IPO market today with Root Mobile's nearly 600 crore IPO opening for subscription. The company has raised 180 crore rupees from 15 anchor investors which include the likes of Goldman Sachs, Franklin Templeton, SBI Mutual Fund and ICICI Prudential. Amongst the stocks that bucked the trend on Tuesday include IT majors like TCS and HCL Technologies. Both stocks gained for the second straight day and ended at record high levels. PNB Housing Finance was the other one. The stock has ended higher for the fifth straight day on Tuesday with gains of over 4%. It now trades at a six-month high and was the top performer on the Nifty Midcap Index. And lastly, watch for the rupee, which has been volatile over the last few trading sessions. The currency weakened for the second straight day on Tuesday and was the worst performer in Asia. You can get more details on all of these stocks and a lot more in our all-you-need-to-know copy on BloombergQuint.com. And with that, I wish you a safe day ahead and it's back to you, Menika. Well, thank you for that, Hormuz. And to all of you for tuning in. Have a great day. Make sure you visit BloombergQuint.com for all the top news and views. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.